Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. No savings for retirements. What to do when have little or no retirement savings? First, this must be identified early so that changes can be made. More than half Americans have less than 10000 saved for retirement. If you're listening to this podcast because you have a debt problem, continue to listen because this is important also. Because once you get your debt pr- problem under control, your next problem will be saving for your retirement. And this episode is going to focus on why you should do that. I have links in my show notes to three articles that I'm going to be referring to. And the first article comes from Mackin Wealth Management. Real life examples of what happens when you fail to save enough for retirement. And these are from financial advisors with clients that they worked with. So number one, you need to keep working until you die. Rather than contributing to his accounts during his 50, John was making withdrawals of $2,000 per month on his $400,000 balance. Having worked with John for over 15 years, we had the same kind of talk every few months. I told him, John, your spending and lifestyle needs an adjustment. This is not going to work. He would always say, I know, Tom, but the business is getting better and that will take care of everything. The accounts were growing slightly despite the withdrawals. Then came the crash. The balances are much lower today. John, well into his 60s, had taken a full-time job when he should be looking at his retirement options. So if you don't adjust your spending earlier in life and you use your savings to pay for things you're buying, you're going to run out of money. That's the gist of that one. Number two, you drown in debt instead of planning for the future. I have a couple of of clients of mine who didn't have enough money saved for retirement. They have fallen short of their goals because of spending what they couldn't afford and borrowing to make up the difference. After not saving enough money to pay for two of their children's weddings, they decided to put both of them, which were pretty close together, on credit cards. By the time I met them, there were tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt. While their children are saving for their future and doing the best to get started in their lives without a care in the world, the parents are struggling to get by, working longer than they planned to, and then swimming in debt because they wanted to help out their kids by paying for two dream weddings that no one could really afford in the first place. Focus at those of you who are drowning in debt. And if you're working on reducing your debt, very good. You want to get rid of your debt before you start your retirement. Three, you leave your family with financial, emotional stress. Tony and his two brothers own a small family business. The business supported Tony's growing family of six he thought that when it was time to retire came, he could sell the business to live on the proceeds. He thought wrong. Yeah, he did because he was in business with his two brothers. He Was he going to sell a third of the business? 
So that's a problem there. But this is not even outside of that. Tony saved very little outside of the business. When a heart attack forced him to retire sooner than planned, Tony did not receive the amount of money he thought he'd get from the company to support Hay and his wife. Tony lived the rest of his life puttering around his workshop and died in peace. After his death, sadly, through their children supported her financially and otherwise, Mary suffered from the emotional stress of limited cash and financial pressure. Your retirement age was $300 in the bank. I was referred to a couple, Glenn and Mary. Glenn and Mary spent money as soon as it hit their bank account. They had never learned to budget or live beneath their means. At 59 and 47, they only had saved $5,000 in a 401k, had no pensions, owed 10000 on their vehicles, and 250000 on their mortgage, and had $300 in the bank. I helped them create a budget and Mary changed to a higher pay and job, but their indiscriminate spending and lack of saving put them a long way from retirement. You throw your financial future away. Okay, that's all I'm going to do. You already have children that will support you in your old age and you'd have to sell your home because you can't afford to stay there no longer and you got to move in with your grown children and have them support you. Or you need to die by age 72, a lot younger, because that's only the amount of money you have to live to. So planning for retirement is important. And nobody seems to be doing it. Everybody's in debt. And why are we in debt? Because we have a society that's focused on buying, selling you things. Everybody wants to sell you something. Everybody wants you to buy their product. You know, a bigger, more expensive home, uh, bigger, more expensive cars, whatever it is, everybody's trying to sell you something. Our economy is based on people buying, spending money. It's not based on you saving money. And with the rate the federal government is spending money, inflation going up, the banks have way more cash than they know what to do with. That's why the savings interest rate is not going up. The banks don't need the money. They got more money than they know what to do with. They can't lend it all out. So that is the long-term problem. But this is focused on your personal life you need to take care of yourself and your family first so if you're working on paying down your debt that's the first thing you need to do when you think about retirement you want to go into retirement with little or no debt that way that frees up more money instead of making a mortgage payment two car payments and a paying off credit cards, you can use that money to live off of, thus stretching your savings so you can live longer and a happier lifestyle. What do you do when you're going into retirement with a lot of debt? I was about 62, 63 when I realized I had to pay off my debt, and I did. I paid off my $135,000 in debt roughly. In three years, eight months. And I did it by using my plan that I'm telling everybody about in this podcast. 
It can be done. So now I'm looking at going into retirement with no debt, income from Social Security, and I have a pension from the government where I worked for the government. So I'm not too bad. I'm going to be making about 50% of my income monthly that I'm used to bringing home by working. And of course, I'm worked past age 65. Actually, I had to work till 66 to qualify for full social security benefits. And I worked past that. So what are you going to do if you're in your 60s? You're looking at little or no retirement savings. What should you do? Well, the first thing you got to do is get your debt under control. Use the tracking. Tracking is the engine that drives your personal finance. Use your budget to control your spending and keep control of everything that's going on. It's your control center. Have an emergency fund so you can quit using credit cards and build up your emergency fund so that you have more than enough to get by on because maybe the first few months there might be an adjustment of using, having less income to live off of. It might take you a few months to get used to living on a lesser amount of income. That's what my planning is. So I build up my savings account, my emergency fund, so I have some buffer there. So what else can you do? Reduce spending and streamline your budget. You're nearing retirement age and scant savings. A detailed budget may help you stay above water. But it's important to devise a financial plan as much as lead time as possible. In addition to selling physical possessions and downsizing your home, the following cost-cutting measures can help you create a rosier retirement outlook. Sell your car and use ride-sharing service to eliminate car payments and insurance bills. Or sell all your extra cars and only keep one car and increase the deductible on your insurance. The younger you are, the sooner you do that, the more money you can save. Discontinue your landline telephone and acquire the cheapest possible cell phone plan. Raise the deductible on your homeowner's insurance policy to low premium cost. Take advantage of senior discounts. Sign up for Medicare as soon as you're eligible to reduce out-of-pocket health care costs. Choose generic products over name brand merchandise. Make inexpensive home improvements that increase energy efficiency and reduce energy bills. For example, purchase a programmable thermostat or replace the attic insulation. You're not replacing it. You're just adding to it. I did that stuff years ago. I have done that years and years ago. And while occasionally I have to replace it, it's not all that expensive. But I've been saving money on utilities for years. Paying down debt. If you're heading into retirement with debt, be statistic about paying it off when you have some extra bucks. Use my debt reduction plan is what you got to do. But while it may be tempting to funnel all extra money towards relieving debt, It's equally important to maintain a financial cushion for emergencies. Use my plan. 
because my plan has that built into it where you are building up your emergency fund. And once you get excess or you got more money emergency fund than what your stated set amount is, you use the extra to pay down debt. If you have financially assisted adult children or grandchildren in the past, consider curbing this general generous impulse. Communication will go a long way in helping your loved ones understand your shift towards prioritizing your financial future. In other words, take care of yourself before you take care of your kids and grandchildren. You got to look out for number one first. Is it common to be 60 years old without retirement savings? According to the Federal Reserve, roughly 13% of Americans age 60 or older don't have any level of retirement savings in 2020. Just 48% of those age 60 or older said they felt that the retirement savings were on track. If you don't have an employer-sponsored plan, what else can you do? Well, do IRA. And that was from the balance, 60 years old and no retirement savings. And how to retire is findcontinuingcare.com. How to retire with no money. These are links in my show notes. More than 60% of Americans that get in retirement age was less than 10,000 saved, and 46% have absolutely no retirement at all. And I read somewhere else, 48% don't give a crap. How much money do you need to retire if you have no debt? More the better. People are living longer and ever and even need even more money in retirement. Expert estimating you need eight times your annual income. Do you have that much saved? I know I don't. However, it's not all loss and there are options regarding retirement for you. Even if you hadn't saved a large amount of money, you just need to approach retirement a little differently. Here are some ideas on how to go into retirement without savings. Can you live on Social Security alone? The average Social Security payment was 1417 a month, and I'm going to get more than that, so I don't know. To receive Social Security, you must have worked at least 10 years, but the more years, the better. They were average income over 40 years. I think that's 35 years. So many years won't work. You don't work or count as zero, which will drastically lower your amount, your benefit. And that's what I'm looking at. I worked about 14 years for the state and local government. So I have 14 years of zero on my Social Security. So that's lower in my amount. So I get the da- double whammy because I have to, I lose Social Security benefits because I'm getting a fake benefit, which is not enough to live on. So I'm getting a double whammy and it's still. So if you don't have enough money to retire, the most common thing that's going to happen is you're going to have to work instead of retiring. So you want to work at your main job as long as you possibly can. Don't retire when you're 62. Don't retire when you're full benefit age. You might have to retire when you're start drawing Social Security at age 70 to get the maximum amount, but you still might still have to continue to work after age 70. So if you don't want to do that, then you need to do two things. Get your debt under control and get it reduced down as close as zero as possible and increase your retirement savings. 
So even if you're in debt and you're trying to get your debt under control, do not stop saving money for retirement. Keep putting money into your 401k through work if you have that option. Keep putting money into a uh, IRA, a traditional IRA that is 100% tax deductible. Until you have at least a million dollars in these retirement plans, you're probably not going to have any too much of a tax-related problem. So I don't suggest putting it into a Roth IRA until you have at least a million dollars saved up because you're not going to be any, have any tax related issues until then. Now, everybody's different. So maybe you might have a tax related issue, but it's highly unlikely. So you want to defer your taxes as long as possible so that you can earn the most money through your investments for as long as possible. So that's what you should do if you're age 60 or not, is get rid of stuff you don't need, get rid of stuff you need but don't use, reduce your spending overall. That's what you got to do. If you're age 50, you can be a little more moderate. Now, if you're really extreme and you're retired already and you're living in a four-bedroom house, three-bath, and there's you and your spouse, you don't need that big home. Maybe you should consider selling and downsizing. And while you're in that process, you should consider moving to a place that where the cost of living may be cheaper than where you currently are. And that's getting harder and harder to find. For me, I lived in the north my whole life. I want to move somewhere where it's warm in the winter. I don't want to be shoveling snow in the wintertime. I had enough of that. But the places that are cheaper to live for me are north of where I live. Minnesota, North Dakota. And it's a lot colder in those places and they get a lot more snow than where I'm used to. I want to go south and it's getting tougher to do so. So that's my dilemma. What's yours? I'm going to say that most people are struggling to pay off debt. If that's the case, then you need to continue working on that. Continue building up your emergency fund and continue at least making contributions to any retirement plan that you have. If you have an employer that offers a 401k, you need to contribute at least two, 3% of your income. You won't even miss it. And if your employer is matching, you need to contribute the maximum amount that they will match. Because if you're not, you're leaving money on the table. They're giving you that benefit. And the benefit is they're matching what you're putting into that 401k. That 401k is going to grow much faster if there's 10% going in, you're putting in five, your employer's putting in five, 10% is a whole lot more than 1% or zero or even 2%. So take advantage of what your employer is offering you. That's number one. If you don't have an employer-sponsored plan, 
then you need to put in at least 2000 a year into a traditional IRA and do it as early in the year as possible. So part of your debt reduction plan should include making contributions to your IRA, building up your emergency fund, building it up past the amount you need, make some payments on your debt, and put some of that money into a traditional IRA. I never mentioned that before because I never really thought of it, but that could be part of your debt reduction plan, and it should be part of your debt reduction plan. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you want to contact me to request my spreadsheet for the budget or leave a comment or ask a question, you can send it using my email, reduceddebtincreasewealth at gmail.com. Reduceddebtincreasewealth is all together, no spaces. If you like to ask a question, put question in the subject. If you like to request my monthly budget, put that spreadsheet in the subject matter. If you want to leave a response of any kind, just put comment in the subject matter. I will get back to you as soon as possible. We all are going to get old and we're all going to retire someday. You can retire on your terms which is the favorable way. In order to do that, you need to save for retirement. The earlier you start in life to save for retirement, the more money you're going to have, which is going to allow you to do more things you want to do in life. Once you retire, your major expenses are going to be taxes and health insurance. If you can't afford to pay that, on the money that you're getting on a regular income basis, monthly basis, you're gonna be struggling. You're gonna be struggling to pay for your medicine. You're gonna be struggling to pay for your food and for your housing costs. So start saving early, keep your debt under control, stay focused. You will do much better when the time comes. There's, everybody's going to have a point where you want to stop working to enjoy life. Everybody's going to come to a point where you're unable to continue working. Maybe you don't feel safe. Maybe you get tired too quickly. We all wear down. It's called getting old. That's a fact of life. And if you don't have any children, you can move in and that will take care of you. Or maybe your children live far away and you don't want to move there. You want to stay in the same area. Or if you don't want to sell your home and downsize and move someplace cheaper where you don't know anybody, you got to save for your retirement. And long-term investment is the way to do it. If you don't know anything about investing, you should get yourself a financial planner, a financial advisor, a fiduciary that will help you make those decisions. You just tell them how much money you can set aside every month and they will make the investment decisions for you based on your age and your threshold for risk. 
Some people at very young have no threshold for risk. I had a lot of risk. I took a lot of risks and I gained. I made up for what I didn't set aside because I was higher risk investments. As you get older, that's got to become a less risky investment because now when you're closer to retirement age, you need to start preserving your money, your capital, so that you have it available to use when you need it. So a fiduciary financial planner is the way to go. They set a fee, you pay a fee quarterly, monthly, whatever it is, based on how much you have invested with them. Stay away from stockbrokers because they're going to charge you a commission. And the only way they make an income is by trading stocks and bonds. And if they're not trading, they're not making money. So they're going to make trades for you. That may not be the best. They're not looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. I'm sure that's not true for all of them. But generally speaking, stay away from commission-based advisors. So get your debt under control is number one. Keeping your debt under control, saving for retirement is what you should be focused on primarily throughout your whole life. You know, raising your family, teaching your children the same thing so that they don't struggle when they get old. I know you'll be dead and gone. And we are thinking it really don't matter. But it really does. If you teach your children early in life how to manage money, how to take care of themselves, they'll be much better off. And you'll be glad you did so.